Hey everybody, this is Sam with Pro Wrestling Overtime. I was with you guys earlier in the week, probably about three or four days ago, talking about this was Royal Rumble week. I know so many people have been flooding your uh, podcatchers with episodes about past Royal Rumbles, how great they were. I agree with them. The 1992 Royal Rumble was awesome. So was, uh, was it 94 or 96, where they had the tie. Yes, there's all kinds of great Rumbles out there. But see, the one that I'm concerned about, today is Friday, January 28th, is the one that's happening tomorrow. Yes, you heard me right. They're doing it on a Saturday night in St. Louis. And so I want to break down the Royal Rumbles. This episode, I'm starting with the men. And I want to talk things through because people are making it almost crazy, outrageous, uh, acting like there's going to be all these surprises and, you know, what's going to happen. And, guys, I really don't think, number one, there's going to be that many surprises. Number two, I think the surprises they're planning this year in the men and women's Royal Rumbles, I think we're going to see people bringing up the past during the match. We may see some tag teams be put in some different situations, things like that. So like I said, we're going to start with the men, and frankly, we're just going to start talking about the people I don't think have a chance. And, of course, number one has to be Johnny Knoxville. Now, we all know Johnny Knoxville is only doing this because his new movie is coming out February 4th. They're doing a movie tie-in. He's getting publicity. Obviously, you know, he is a big, huge wrestling fan, and a lot of wrestlers are his fan also. So, that's why he's doing this. He's been showing up on SmackDown, and him and Sami Zayn have been really been one of the best comedic parts of SmackDown recently. Other than when Brock shows up. When Farmer Brock shows up, no one can compete. However, I would love to see some... AEW has all these vlogs, and they have, you know, being the elite. I really want WWE to start their own show on YouTube, and I want it to be Brock and Sammy. I want them traveling together. I want them having to eat together. I... I want to see that. If I can't have that, can I have Riddle and Randy? Please? But anyway, I'm getting off track. Johnny Knoxville has no chance of winning this. Under normal circumstances, 
I would say a dark horse candidate could be Sami Zayn. However, we all know since he's messing with Johnny Knoxville, it's just not happening. So I think you can take Johnny Knoxville. I think you can take Sami Zayn out of this. You've got uh, Angela, Angelo Dawkins, and then you've got Montez Ford, the Street Profits. Can they win the Royal Rumble? No. No, they can't. I hate when they put tag teams in there. Um, it really irks me. Now, if you've thrown two tag teams together, or two singles wrestlers together to make a tag team, like they did uh, Sheamus and Cesaro to form the bar, who became a very dominant tom- tag team. But we all knew that eventually they would break up and go back to singles wrestling. Those I don't care about. The Street Profits have been together from the get-go. Now, did they, when they showed up in NXT, want to be a tag team? No. But, you know, they did, and they've been that way ever since. Yes, there's been rumors of them breaking up. Everybody wants to point out, you know, how Shawn Michaels was kind of held down by Marty Jannetty. And Shawn was always the star. And so in every tag team, that is kind of what people look for. And in this particular tag team, and I hate it for Dawkins, but because he's the high flyer, because he's very charismatic, and I can't help but think because he's also married to Bianca Belair, they go out and about the rest to do a lot of things. And because both of them have personality turned up to 100, Montez Ford is going to get pushed. They're going to break this team up sooner or later. Is it going to be tomorrow night? I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I talked on the podcast. I talked in um, previously in my articles. If you haven't been reading my articles, go to theovertimenetwork.com, and you need to go back to December You'll find an article about Montez Ford getting in trouble, why he wasn't on TV for two weeks. It had nothing to do with COVID. It had everything to do with uh, the Brooklyn show where Seth got tackled by the fan. Montez Ford also had a problem with a fan and was taken off TV. I don't think these guys go very far. I think there's probably some kind of spot that they'll do that'll get remembered. But otherwise, I think these guys are a no-go, and they're just out there playing around. We've got Ray and Dominic Mysterio. They have been playing this game with the Street Profits, with Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, who we'll get to in just a minute. Um, And Ray and Dominic have been talking about throwing each other over the rope and, and all of that. Do I think we see that? Yeah, 
I, I think they have a spot somewhere involved where one of the Mysterios will throw one of the other over, and then someone's going to come up right behind them and just throw them over too. And I don't think um, this is a big deal. I think this was to take up two spots, to have something funny, to have people like Ray and Dominic and, and just go on. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode, same thing. They may be the ones that throw out both Mysterios or something like that. But they're not going to last very long, you know, with that. Same thing, Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss. They're going to have their moment in the sun of trying to get someone out. They're going to get tickled at something and start laughing, and someone's going to throw them out because they're laughing. Uh, Kofi Kingston, we all know he's going to have his spot where somebody tries to throw him out, and he magically does something spectacular in order to stay in, and then, what, usually about 90 seconds later, he's out. Um, shocked me that these two guys were already um, talked about is Chad Gable and Otis. Chad Gable and Otis definitely are a tag team. You know, they are in an academic top edition with RK Bro. I, while it's funny, I can't believe they're doing it right around Royal Rumble time. I wish they would have started it next week. They could have had the spelling bee next week. Uh, to have them tied up in this, right in the middle of the Royal Rumble, that was stupid. But, you know, it was one of the last-minute changes. So then you have Seamus and Damian Priest coming in. And I've lumped these two together because these two seem fairly similar. By that I mean Damien now has uh, this evil Damien side that when he gets mad, he goes berserko. It's going to cost him. We all know that. Same thing with Seamus. Seamus has a tendency to get cocky, to want to know, you know, what is uh, everybody to know that he is the man. Now, the people that I haven't mentioned that are already in are people that I think possibly may have a slight chance at winning it. And the question to me is, I didn't think Damien Priest would be in it, because I thought we were going to get Damian Priest versus Kevin Owens. Um, obviously, that had been dropped. Um, they were afraid of running too long and, and doing too many things. 
So we've got Damian Priest in here and Kevin Owens in here. I don't think either one of them is going to win it, even though I wish Kevin Owens was a dark horse. Um, for the simple fact that he, number one, will have a great WrestleMania match if given the chance. Number two, he put on a hell of a show at the end of 2020, beginning of 2021. He had, what, three matches on pay-per-views with Roman Reigns. I thought all three of them were excellent. He actually won the one where he handcuffed Roman Reigns to um, the lighting rig, and they couldn't find the hand handcuff key. So, um, really, really enjoyed his work and know that he could put on a good WrestleMania match, but that's not where we're headed. Um, I'm going to run through the people who I think possibly could win it. We're going to talk about some surprises, and then we're going to come back. Um, the people that have declared that I think possibly have a chance of winning it are AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Almost, Randy Orton, Riddle, and then we're going to call the mystery spot. And I'll get back to that in just a minute. Now, I have heard so many rumors. I've been on Reddit, I've been on Twitter, and been on listening to different podcasts. People have been putting out podcast episodes about who they want to see as a surprise for about two to three weeks now. And I've been trying to listen to as many podcasts as I can. Now, I haven't gotten through all the prediction ones. I haven't heard everybody's reasoning and, and everything. But um, some of the more outlandish ones that I'm hearing, um, I just, I just don't know about. Um, today, I forget the site that actually ran it. Somebody sent me the link, and I said, is this a joke website? I saw it on Reddit. They had a big, long discussion on it. Um, there was another wrestling site that they were having a discussion about it. About Triple H, the game, being in the Royal Rumble. If Triple H is in the Royal Rumble, I can tell you guys right now, number one, I will pop. Number two, it may shock me enough that I will fall off my couch. I mean, I... I will have to watch it over and over and over and over because I can't imagine. I just absolutely can't imagine. People are saying that he said it would take him four weeks to get, or four months to get into ring-ready shape. And they're pointing out that September, October is when he actually left the WWE having a heart issue and that he 
could be the surprise. Guys, uh, Triple H has been seen twice at the Performance Center. He's reportedly been seen once or twice up in Stanford. I really don't think Triple H um, is in the frame of mind or in the frame of body to do that. I may be wrong, but um, just I I just don't see it. Um, like I said, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Then um, we have Kurt Angle. Uh, Ringside News today said Kurt Angle is in St. Louis. Guys, he is. He's in St. Louis. Um, if you're a member of adfree.com or adfreeshows.com, plug there, Conrad. Um, they're doing a big show. Um, I think they're doing one tonight, and I think they're doing one more, actually. Um, Eric Bischoff, uh, Kurt Angle. I don't know if Iron is there or not, just to be completely honest with you. Jeff Jarrett, I believe, is there. They're going to be doing some shows and uh, taking some question and answers, uh, pictures, things like that. So, guys, it doesn't surprise me Kurt Angle's there. Kurt Angle has been back and forth with WWE for ages now. Could I see him being in the Royal Rumble? Yes, under different circumstances. I think we'll see him go to Impact Wrestling, I think, before... He comes back to WWE. Um, I really do. It, I think they heard him this past time when they let him go, how they let him go, and that they had talked about big plans with him, and he thought that he was going to be an agent and really have some say-so, and it just did not work out that way. It's the same thing kind of with The Undertaker. You know, people were clickbaiting and saying, oh, The Undertaker arrived in St. Louis. Yes, he did. Um, again, he's in St. Louis for a reason. His wife, Michelle McCool, who we'll talk about in the next episode, is actually in the Women's Royal Rumble. It is in my understanding that Michelle wanted to be in the Women's Royal Rumble because of her kids. And The Undertaker is charged with taking care of them. Oh, uh, you know, while Michelle is taking care of business. So I do not see The Undertaker coming back into the Royal Rumble. Do I see him taking part in the Royal Rumble as in an announcement? A quick interview backstage? Yes. I think 2022, we, this year, in the Hall of Fame, 
uh, the leading member that's going to get inducted and really be the big name in this class, I think will be The Undertaker since it is in Texas. And I think they were waiting for him to retire and call it good. And I think we hear that announcement this weekend. It will not shock me if um, they do announce it and then they cut to an interview of him backstage uh, talking about it. Then we have some ex-WWE um, stars that I've seen people really kind of go out of their way to mention. Um, the first one, obviously, well, I'm going to lump them together. Um, John Moxley, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. Out of that crew, Daniel Bryan would be the one that would most likely come back. Yes, John Moxley has said that under the right circumstances and for the right money, he may do that. Guys, these are not the right circumstances at this time with everything that he's been through, with him just having a daughter, with him just coming back. Um, he will not be at the Royal Rumble. Um, same thing, CM Punk, circumstances definitely are not right with him, and he will not be at the Royal Rumble. Daniel Bryan will not be at the Royal Rumble. And I know you're going, why, Sam, why? Well, number one, I don't think Tony Khan is going to allow anyone from AEW to take part in the Royal Rumble unless they're going to allow them to win. Or at least tie or have some kind of shenanigans where it's actually going to be a story. And I don't see WWE doing that with AEW. Matter of fact, I don't see them even contacting AEW. So, I think those guys are out. I think they're jokes. And if you talk about them, you're just showing either that you don't know what you're talking about or that you're so in love with these guys that you'll say or do anything to get them back in the WWE. Now, I want to put Cody in that group. Um, people have been saying that... Cody doesn't have a contract with AEW. He doesn't. He has a handshake deal. Guys, handshake deals in the Rhodes family have been done going back to Cody's grandfather. And so I cannot imagine him breaking that. If Cody would show up in St. Louis or show up at the Rumble, he will have the permission of Tony Khan. Tony Khan would probably also be in St. Louis make sure he was doing okay. I do not think that you see Cody at all, but I do think that either today or tomorrow on his Instagram, his Twitter, something, I think he will tease and he will throw it out there. A lot like how uh, Becky did people 
with WrestleMania last year. The one that I've also heard uh, that, that is an ex-WWE uh, uh, star is Scotty Too Hottie. For those of you who don't know, Scotty Too Hottie was an agent for uh, WWE, recently left, recently is going back on the independent circle with GCW, and um, looks good, actually. Can I see him being in the Royal Rumble. I don't think WWE will ask him. And when I go through the rest of the names, I think you'll see why. There are too many people ahead of him. Could I see him coming back, though, as the joke slash um, kind of one-hit wonder that they normally do? kind of like they did with Carlito and, and they've done with different people. Yes. It will not surprise me if Scotty Too Hottie does show up, does the worm, and is dressed the way he used to be. Everybody gets a good laugh out of it. And then, you know, two minutes later, he, he is knocked out. But uh, I haven't checked his schedule. I just... I don't see him showing up. I really don't. But out of the comedic guys that they could pick, I think he would be the one that they would try to get. The other one I keep hearing is Matt Cardona, which is Zack Ryder. Uh, Matt Cardona would do it. I don't think WWE will ask even though he could really get them a lot of publicity, he could get himself a lot of publicity. They would sell a lot of Zack Ryder stuff, but he has said it would have to be on a short-term basis. It would have to be for a load of money and that they would have to allow him to keep his podcast and be still doing his events. And I do not think Nick Khan will allow him to do that. Um, plus, I think the Cardonas, meaning Matt and Chelsea, I think would have dropped a slight hint. I think he would have been teasing this this week. And I haven't seen anything. So I just don't see him there. However, the last WWE, former WWE guy, and I guess he's still a current WWE guy, only he's an announcer, is Corey Graves. I would love to see Mr. Corey Graves um, stand up, rip off his suit, and be one of the participants of the Royal Rumble, or I would love for him to get the full effect and him not be calling the men's Royal Rumble, him get to call the women's, and him actually get to come out to his music, walk down the ramp. I think it would be very special for him. Um, I think that he does want to wrestle some, but I don't think that he wants to give up you know, his podcasting, his announcing, 
and other things that he is doing. Corey Graves um, is a very ambitious and an entrepreneur type guy, uh, and he weighs his options. And I would just love for him to have that kind of moment. So I do hope he gets it. I hope he is one of the 30. The other WWE guy that's sitting on the sidelines, Mustafa Ali, it will not surprise me if he is brought in. It really won't. Um, people are discounting that, but I really do. I think there was a call made to Mustafa. Now, whether or not he turned that down, I don't know. But I think we probably do see Mustafa Ali tomorrow night. Um, the other ones that I think could fill it out would be Finn Bauer is has not been announced. Um, Cesaro, Shinsuke Nakamura got cleared yesterday. It's my understanding by the medical team, and he's rocking and raring to go. He passed his um, in-ring physical, so he he should be ready and willing to go. Talking about Shinsuke, I mean, you also have Rick Boogs that they could put in there, and then I talked about Sheamus earlier, and Rich Holland also has been medically cleared and is ready to go. So... With Mustafa, and then the five I named, there's six right there. Remember, we've already got 23, and if you just add those six, you're 29. So that's what I mean is, will they add the current roster? On Friday Night Smackdown, when we see them add Cesaro, Shinsuke, Rick Boogs, and maybe Rich Holland, all four of them are on SmackDown, which would take us up to 27. That will not surprise me in the least. Will not. Um, I can confirm Shane O'Mac is back. We're going to hear dollar, dollar, dollar and see him dance around. Um, whether it will be in the Rumble. It is my understanding that as of now, he is in the Rumble. However, if today, uh, when he goes through some stuff in the ring, and then tomorrow's walkthrough and practice, if he is not feeling it, then he will show up in another spot, but that uh, he will not be a part of the Rumble. But as of right now, he would be taking a spot. So that means we would have 24 in the Rumble, definitely, with only six spots open. The other one that everyone is talking about is Bad Bunny. Now, I can confirm... Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, 
they were talking about having Damian Priest go up against Kevin Owens, having Bad Bunny show up, and Bad Bunny interfering in that match, which would, he, he would have interfered on the behalf of Damian Priest, however, would have made a mistake, costing Damian Priest. And that would have led to Bad Bunny if he could work it out and uh, he wanted to. He could either go to Saudi Arabia for a match or he could come to WrestleMania for a match. Since they are not having that match, people are automatically saying he is going to be in the Royal Rumble. He has not been practicing with many, that many people in the ring. He's never been in the ring with that many people going at different times. If they were going to put him in the ring, he would have to be one of the first participants before a lot of people got in. I I don't see them doing it. Um, I think Bad Bunny will be in the crowd. They will do a wave, or he may do an intermission song. He, he may walk Damian Priest down. Um, he is going to be there. I just don't know that they're going to put him in the Royal Rumble for safety reasons. So, you know, talking about all these and telling you, you know, about Finn Balor, Cesaro, Shinsuke, Rick Boogs, Rich Holland not being in it, Shane McMahon definitely being in it, you know, We've got all these people, but then you're hearing NXT. You've got four NXTers that are getting dark matches. And people are automatically assuming they're going to be in it. I don't think you can do that. Those four are LA Knight, Roderick Strong, uh, Ciampa, and Dunn, Pete Dunn. I, I don't think all four of those will be in it. Matter of fact, I'm just going to be very honest with you. Those four do not fit in with NXT 2.0. If those four make the decision that they want to continue to wrestle, to continue their careers, and it is decided that they cannot be on the main roster, I think they will be in the next round of releases. I see Ciampa retiring and going to work at NXT. However, I see him being unhappy with the changes that are being made down there, and I see him leaving within a year or two. I don't know about the other three. I think LA Knight still wants to wrestle. I think he will be released. But I don't see those four going back down to NXT 2.0 and continuing with that brand. 
I don't see all four of them being brought up to the main roster either. So, these four, I think there will be some maybe in the Royal Rumble. I'm not making a guess which ones. I don't think they'll be in there very long. And I really do, I think, at least one, if not three, of the four, I think will be part of the next set of releases that supposed to happen first or second week of February, although I'm hearing that they there will either be a set that will be released then, and then another set that will be released after Saudi Arabia. Or they may wait and do one release set after Saudi Arabia. Then, I'm hearing there are four NXT alternates. One of which is definitely in the Royal Rumble. I'm hearing Von Wagner, Grayson Waller, Walter uh, Gunther, sorry, Gunther, and Braun Breaker. I'm hearing Braun Breaker will definitely be in the Royal Rumble. And they're going to say it is because he is the champion. But they want to see, number one, how he looks in the ring with people from the main roster. And can he handle himself? He will not be in there long. He will make an impact. Um, I look for him to throw out someone that the audience is behind um, or a big type superstar like um, a Rey Mysterio, a Kevin Owens, a Randy Orton, somebody, you know, of that kind of stature. So that people can see that they mean business with Ron Breaker. Uh, Gunther is the next alternate from what I understand. So if anyone gets sick or injured in the next two days, he will be the next one that will take the, their place. So you've got eight guys up from NXT. And then, like I said, you've got five, six that are on the regular roster that are not part of the Royal Rumble. That's 14 guys right there. And people are saying, oh, there's going to be all these surprises. You know, people are wanting Gangrel to come back. They're wanting um, the Boogeyman to come back. They're, they're wanting Jeff Jarrett to come back, which will not be a surprise to me since he was there last week uh, if Jeff Jarrett does show up and is part of the Rumble. Um, they're wanting all these people, these these older guys to come back, well, what new guys do you want to kick out? Me, personally, I would have kicked out some of the tag teams. I would have kicked out Happy Corden, Corbin and Madcap Moss. You know, um, uh, Angelo Dawkins wouldn't have been in there. Otis wouldn't have been in there. Those kind of people, I would kick them out for the veterans or the new guys from NXT. But WWE doesn't really maybe want to do that. 
But everybody wants to know who's going to win it. Well, guys, I've been telling you who's going to win it and who are the possibilities to win it since uh, about the first or second week of December. I believe I started tweeting it. I've wrote two articles about it and um, even wrote a clarification article about when Roman got COVID and screwed everything up. Um, I have been saying all along, had Roman not gotten COVID, almost Randy Orton or Riddle was supposed to win it. Those three. Since Mr. McMahon in November has chosen Austin Theory to be his protege, I think he is also one, some people in WWE creative's mind, as a dark horse possibility. But here is the thing. Remember, I said there's been 22 announced guys. And there has been a, that there might as well be 23 because there is a mystery spot that is being held. And that is for Brock or Roman. And that is how, it is my understanding, it has been being wrote on papers. It has been wrote Brock slash Roman. And they, whoever's in that mystery spot, will be winning the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to give you my prediction about Brock Roman tomorrow because I'm hoping that I will hear something today, which is Friday, and that I can tell you more. But I'm going to go through all the different possibilities why um, Brock may lose and what that will require of him going to Saudi Arabia, why Roman may lose and what that will require of him, and just different aspects of that. Um, they do not want a unification match. It will not be champion versus champion. It will not be someone having both belts. The networks do not want that. Vince McMahon does not want that. So one of them will be dropping the belt at the Royal Rumble as of right now, although I heard a rumor where one match may end in a shenanigan, kind of funky little thing, and may be dropped at Saudi Arabia. So that's the reason why I'm not going to be giving you um, Brock Roman episode today, but I do want you to be aware 
there are 23 spots that are taken. So that leaves seven for surprises. I look for four of them to be announced tonight on SmackDown. And I think Cesaro and Shinsuke will be locked in. So I think you'll have at least 25 to 27 spots locked in before tomorrow. So who do I think is going to win it? I think it's going to be Brock and Roman. And I think it will end up being Roman. I think people are going to get upset. But with him being heel, I think it is perfect for people to boo him. Uh, if it is Roman that does win, it will go on last so that people can get fired up. If Brock and Roman, for some reason, they decide to do it in Saudi Arabia, having one of them drop the belt and neither one of them enter the Royal Rumble, I really do look for it to come down to Riddle versus Randy. I think they'll be in the final four. Uh, no matter what, I think they will get into it and one of them will throw the other out. So if Brock or Roman is not in the Royal Rumble, I think it will come down to Randy Orton and Riddle. And I think Riddle will win. Um... So that's how I see the men's Royal Rumble going. Uh, later today, you will be getting an episode about the women's Royal Rumble. And people were like, oh, they don't even have 30 members. Well, like this, I'm going to prove to you, yeah, they do. And they have so many members, the five that you want to see come back, you may only see one out of the five come back into the Women's Royal Rumble that you want. So um, I will be getting that out to you today, as always. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you want to talk about this, you guys want to debate this or anything like that, you guys can tweet me at Pro Overtime. That's two O's, Pro Overtime. Or you can hit me up on email, as always, ProWrestlingOT at gmail.com. ProWrestlingOT at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to interact with you guys, talk to you guys, tell you what I know, what I'm finding out. Um, also, if you haven't read any of the wrestling articles that I've been putting out with different sets of information and sourced, uh, please go to theovertimenetwork.com. You'll also find daily sports betting picks there. I will be talking to you guys very soon, and hopefully I will see you guys down the road.